0: Guru Maharaj's message is your advantage. The following is a Chaitanya Leela compilation given by His Holiness Jaya Swami Maharaj on January 5,
1: 2022, in Sri Mayapur, India. <speaking> in <Hebrew> All, tat, Hare Om
0: Tat Sat.
1: Krishna. So today we are reading from the Sri Krishna Chaitanya compilation class. And today's chapter is entitled as Directory About the Activities of Vaishnavas Part 2.
0: So, Lord Chaitanya is instructing Sanat Narsani what he should write.
1: So Lord Chaitanya is instructing Sanatana <coughs> Goswami what he should write.
0: This is very interesting.
1: This is very interesting.
0: I've seen how Lord Chaitanya would empower some of his associates.
1: We're seeing how Lord Chaitanya would empower some of his associates to create
0: special projects.
1: To create special projects.
0: It's like the holy places of
1: Like uh, excavating the holy places of Vrindavan. Writing about Vaishnava activities. Writing about Vaishnava activities. And many other things. And many other things. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Lila, chapter twenty-four, text three hundred and twenty-nine. <laughs> Because you asked me for a synopsis, please hear these few indications. In the beginning, describe how one must take shelter of a bona fide spiritual master.
0: But the most important thing is to have the shelter of a bona fide spiritual master.
1: So the most important thing is to have the shelter of a bona fide spiritual master.
0: And follow his instructions.
1: And follow his instructions.
0: To liberate yourself.
1: To liberate yourself.
0: Because and it's not you we know, have a lot of responsibility to our temple presidents.
1: Of course, in ISKCON we have a lot of responsibility to our temple presidents.
0: That they are to engage all the people
1: in devotional service. That they are to engage all the people in devotional service.
0: So, not every guru, you know, to tell their disciples exactly what to do.
1: Not every guru. Could uh, can tell their disciples exactly what to do.
0: So, Shang so this authority.
1: So the temple president president is also given the authority. Delegate is delegated the authority.
0: I right. still take the guidance of the social answer.
1: Although the student takes the guidance of the spiritual master,
0: and, uh, it for us.
1: and in this way uh, we progress. Chaitanya Chaitanvrita, Madhya Lila, chapter 24, text 313. Guru Lakhon, Shishu Lakhon, Dohar Parikhon, <tries> Shibva Bhagavan, Sarva Mantra Vicharan, Your book should describe the characteristics of the bona fide guru and the bona fide disciple. Then, before accepting a spiritual master, one can be assured of the spiritual master's position. Similarly, the spiritual master can also be assured of the disciple's position. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, should be described as the worshipable object. And you should describe the Bija mantra for the worship of Krishna as well as that for Rama and for other expansions of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, in the Padma Purana, the characteristics of the Guru, the bona fide spiritual master, have been described.
2: Maha Bhagavata Srishto, Pramano Vaigurur Niranam, Sarvesham Evalokanam, Asau Poojyo Yathari, Mahakula Prachutopi, Sarvaya Gneshudikshita, Sahasra Sakha Dhyayicha, Vaishnava,
1: The Guru must be situated on the topmost platform of devotional service. There are three classes of devotees, and the Guru must be accepted from the topmost class. The first class devotee is the spiritual master for all kinds of people. It is said Guru Nirnam. The word Nirnam means of all human beings. The Guru is not limited to a particular group. It is stated in the Upadeshamrita of Rupa Goswami that a guru is a Goswami, a controller of the senses and the mind. Such a guru can accept disciples from all over the world. Pratidim sashishyat. This is the test of the guru. In India, there are many so-called gurus, and they are limited to a certain district or a province. They do not even travel about India. Yet, they declare themselves to be Jagat Guru, the Guru of the whole world. Such cheating gurus should not be accepted. Anyone can see how the bona fide spiritual master accepts disciples from all over the world. The Guru is a qualified Brahmanan, Therefore, he knows Brahman and Parabrahman. He thus devotes his life for the service of Parabrahman. The bona fide spiritual master who accepts disciples from all over the world is also worshipped all over the world because of his qualities. Lokanam aso yata hari. The people of the world worship him just as they worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead. All these honors are offered to him because he strictly follows the Brahminical principles and teaches these principles to his disciples. Such a person is called an Acharya because he knows the principles of devotional service. He behaves in that way himself and he teaches his disciples to follow in his footsteps. Thus, he is an Acharya or Jagat Guru. Even though a person is born in a Brahminical family and is very expert in performing sacrifices, He cannot be accepted as a guru if he is not a strict Vaishnava. A guru is a brahmana by qualification, and he can turn others into brahmanas according to the Sastric principles and brahminical qualifications. Brahmanism is not a question of heredity. In Srimad Bhagavatam 7.11.35, Sri Narada Muni tells Maharaj Yudhisthira what a brahmana is. He states that if brahminical qualifications are observed in kshatriyas, vaishyas or even Sudras, one should accept them as brahmanas. In this regard, Shila Sridhar Swami has commented, Samadhibhir eva brahmana vyavaharo." Mukya na jati matra dityaha yasye yad yadi antyatra Varnantarepi pi tad varnantaram te neva lakshana nimi te neiva varnena vinir dhisit natu jati nimi te netyartaha The most important criterion For deciding whether to deal with someone as a brahmana or as a member of another varna is the presence or absence of self-control and similar brahminical qualities. We should not judge primarily according to superficial characteristics like birth. This is stated in the verse beginning Yasya, Bhagavatam 7.11.35. If the qualities of one varna are seen in someone born in another, he should be designated according to the varna of his qualities, not that of his birth. There is a similar statement made by Nila Kanta, a commentator on the Mahabharata. Sudropi samadhyupeto brahmana eva brahmanopi. Kamadhyupetaha sudra eva. Although one may be born in a Sudra family, if he is endowed with the Brahminical qualities beginning with Sama, control of the mind, he is to be accepted as a Brahmana. Although one may be born in a Brahmana family, if he is endowed with the qualities beginning with Kama, lust, he is to be considered a Sudra. No one should present himself as a Brahmana simply on the basis of being born in a Brahminical family. One must be qualified by the Brahminical qualities mentioned in the Sastras, particularly in the Bhagavad Gita 18.42.
2: Peacefulness
1: Self-control, austerity, purity, tolerance, honesty, knowledge, wisdom, and religiousness. These are the natural qualities by which the brahmanas work. Unless one is qualified with all these attributes, he cannot be accepted as a brahmana. It is not a question of simply taking birth in a brahmana family. In this regard, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur remarks that Nartam Das Thakur and Shyamananda Goswami, although not born in a Brahmana families, are accepted as bona fide spiritual masters because they were Brahmanas by qualification. Personalities like Sri Ganga, Narayana, Ramakrishna and many others who were actually born in Brahmana families accepted Naritam Das Thakur and Shamananda Goswami as their spiritual masters. The Mahabhagavata is one who decorates his body with tilak and whose name is indicate, indicates him to be a servant of Krishna by the word dasa. He is also initiated by a bona fide spiritual master and is expert in worshiping the deity. Chanting mantras correctly performing sacrifices, offering prayers to the Lord, and performing Sankirtan. He knows how to serve the Supreme Personality of Godhead and how to respect a Vaishnava. When one has attained the topmost position of a Mahabhagavat, he is to be accepted as a Guru and worshipped exactly like Hari, the Personality of Godhead. Only such a person is eligible to occupy the post of a Guru. However, if one is highly qualified, but is not a Vaishnava, he cannot be accepted as a guru. One cannot be a Brahmana unless one is a Vaishnava. If one is a Vaishnava, he is already a Brahmana. If a guru is completely qualified as a Vaishnava, he must be accepted as a Brahmana even if he is not born in a Brahmana family. The caste system method of distinguishing a Brahmana by birth is not accepti- acceptable when applied to a bona fide spiritual master. A spiritual master is a qualified Brahmana and Acharya. If one is not a qualified Brahmana, he is not expert in studying the Vedic literatures. Nana Shastra vichara naikani Puno. Every Vaishnava is a spiritual master, and a spiritual master is automatically expert in Brahminical behavior. He also understands the Vedic sastras. Similarly, a disciple's qualifications must be observed by the spiritual master before he is accepted as a disciple. In our Krishna consciousness movement, the requirement is that one must be prepared to give up the four pillars of sinful life, illicit sex, meat eating, intoxication, and gambling. In Western countries especially, we first observe whether a potential disciple is prepared to follow the regulated principles. Then he is given the name of a Vaishnava servant and initiated to chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra at least 16 rounds daily. In this way, the disciple renders devotional service under the guidance of the spiritual master or his representative for at least six months to a year. He is then recommended for a second initiation during which a sacred thread is offered and a disciple is accepted as a bona fide Brahmana. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur introduced the system of giving the sacred thread to a bona fide Vaishnava and we are following in his footsteps. The qualifications of a bona fide disciple are described in the Srimad Bhagavatam 11.10.6 as follows. The disciple must have the following qualifications. He must give up interest in the material bodily conception. He must give up material lust, anger, greed, illusion, madness, and envy. He should be interested only in understanding the science of God and he should be ready to consider all points in this matter. He should no longer think, I am this body, or this thing belongs to me. One must love the spiritual master with unflinching faith, and one must be very steady and fixed. The bona fide disciple should be inquisitive to understand transcendental subject matter. He must not search out faults among good qualities, and he should no longer be interested in material topics. His only interest should be Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. As far as the mutual testing of the spiritual master and disciple is concerned, Śrīla Bhakti Siddhānta Saraswati Thakur explains that a bona fide disciple must be very inquisitive to understand the transcendental subject matter. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam
2: 11.3.21,
1: one who is inquisitive to understand the highest goal and benefit of life must approach a bona fide spiritual master and surrender unto him. A serious disciple must be alert when selecting a bona fide spiritual master. He must be sure that the spiritual master can deliver all the transcendental necessities. The spiritual master must observe how inquisitive the disciple is and how eager he is to understand the transcendental subject matter. The spiritual master should study the disciple's inquisitiveness for no less than six months or a year. A spiritual master should not be very anxious to accept a disciple because of his material opulences. Sometimes a big businessman or landlord may approach a spiritual master for initiation. Those who are materially interested are called Vishayis, karmis, which indicates that they are very fond of sense gratification. Such Vishayis sometimes approach a famous guru and ask to become a disciple just as a matter of fashion. Sometimes Vishayis pose as disciples of a reputed spiritual master just to cover their activities and advertise themselves as advanced in spiritual knowledge. In other words, they want to attain material success. A spiritual master must be very careful in this regard. Such business is going on all over the world. The spiritual master does not accept a materially opulent disciple just to advertise the fact that he has such a big disciple. He knows that by associating with such a Vishayi disciples he may fall down. One who accepts a Vishayi disciple is not a bona fide spiritual master. Even if he is. his position may be damaged due to association with an unscrupulous Vishayi. If a so-called spiritual master accepts a disciple for his personal benefit or for material gain, the relationship between the spiritual master and the disciple turns into a material affair, and the spiritual master becomes like a smarta guru. There are many casco-swamis who professionally create some disciples who do not care for them or their instructions. Such spiritual masters are satisfied simply to get some material benefits from their disciples. Such a relationship is condemned by Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, who called such spiritual masters and disciples a society of cheaters and cheated? They are also called Baulas or Prapita Sahajyas. Their aim is to make the connection between the spiritual master and the disciple into a very cheap thing. They are not serious in wanting to understand spiritual life. The words Sevya Bhagavan in this verse of the Chaitanya Charitamrita are important. Bhagavan indicates the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Vishnu. Lord Vishnu alone is worshipable. There is no need to worship demigods. This is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita
2: 7.20.
1: Those whose intelligence... Has been stolen by material desires, surrender unto the demigods, and follow their particular rules and regulations of worship according to their own natures. It is also stated in the skanda Puran
2: a person who is worship
1: who worships the demigods and gives up Lord Vasudeva is like a man who gives up the protection of his mother for the shelter of a witch. It is also stated by Lord Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita
2: 9.23.
1: Those who are devotees of other gods and who worship them with faith, actually worship only me, O son of Kunti, but they do so in a wrong way. Demigods are also living entities and parts and parcels of Krishna. Therefore, in one sense, one worships Krishna when one worships the demigods, but not in the proper way. There is a proper method to water a tree. One should water the root. But if one waters the leaves and branches instead, he is simply wasting his time. If one worships the demigods to the exclusion of Lord Vishnu, his rewards will only be material. As confirmed by Lord Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita 7.23. <speaking in foreign language> Men of small intelligence worship the demigods and their fruits are limited and temporary. Those who worship the demigods go to the planets of the demigods, but my devotees ultimately reach my supreme planet. Demigod worship is meant for unintelligent men because the benefits derived from demigod worship are all material, temporary and retractable. It is also stated in the Padma Purana. Whoever thinks Lord Vishnu and the demigods are on the same level is to be immediately considered a rogue as far as spiritual understanding is concerned. There are three modes of nature in the material world, but when one is situated spiritually he is above the material modes, even though he lives in the material world. As Lord Krishna states in the Bhagavad Gita 14.26, one who engages in full devotional service, unfailing in all circumstances, at once transcends the modes of material nature and thus comes to the level of Brahman. In material consciousness, however, even one who is situated in the mode of goodness is susceptible to pollution by the modes of passion and ignorance. When the mode of goodness is mixed with the mode of passion, one worships the sun god, Vivasvan. When the mode of goodness is mixed with the mode of ignorance, one worships Ganapati or Ganesh. When the mode of passion is mixed with the mode of ignorance, one worships Durga or Kali, the external potency. When one is simply in the mode of ignorance, one becomes a devotee of Lord Shiva because Lord Shiva is the predominating deity of the mode of ignorance within this material world. However, when one is completely free from the influence of all the modes of material nature, one becomes a pure Vaishnava on the devotional platform. As Śrīla Rūpa Goswami states in the Bhakti-rasamrita-sindhu, one should render a transcendental loving service to the Supreme Lord Krishna favorably and without desire for material profit or gain through fruitive activities or philosophical speculation that is called pure devotional service. The position of Vishuddha Sattva is the position of uncontaminated goodness. On that platform, one can then understand Radhyo Bhagavan Rajesha Tanayas Tad Dhamma Vrindavanam. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, the son of Nanda Maharaj is to be worshiped along with his transcendental abode Vrindavan. The words Sarva Mantra Vicharana in the present verse of Shri Chaitanya charita means considering all different types of mantras. There are different kinds of mantras for different kinds of devotees. There is the mantra known as Dwa mantra composed of 12 syllables and there is the mantra composed of 18 syllables. Similarly, there are the Narasimha-mantra, Nirāma-mantra, the Gopala Mantra, and so on. Each and every mantra has its own spiritual significance. The spiritual master has to select a mantra for his disciple according to the disciple's ability to chant different mantras.
0: I we're suggesting our uh, disciple to test the last
1: This verse is stressing how one disciple should test its spiritual master.
0: And a spiritual master should test a disciple.
1: And a spiritual master should dis- test a disciple. To, say that disciple is bona fide. to see that the disciple is bona fide.
0: Uh, and Islam before Ahamin
1: a devotee for initiation. In ISKCON, before recommending a devotee for initiation,
0: he, he normally has to follow a minimum one year strictly.
1: He normally has to follow minimum for one year very strictly. Then he takes the recommendation from the temple president, and the guru gives him initiation.
0: Uh, These two things are stressed. Uh, The mistake to worship demigods rather than Vasudeva or Krishna.
1: So these two things are stressed. To worship demigods rather than Krishna, Vasudeva,
0: the demigods are helping Krishna manage the material universe.
1: The demigods are helping Krishna manage the material universe.
0: In one sense, I like worshiping the demigods, i actually worshiping Krishna.
1: In one sense, worshiping the demigods, we are actually worshiping Krishna. But, this is the wrong way. But this is the wrong way. We should directly worship Krishna. We should directly worship Krishna.
0: That is the correct way.
1: That is the correct way.
0: So there is something I want to find the side of. So in this verse
1: Symptoms of a bona fide disciple, symptoms of a bona fide spiritual master, they are mentioned. Uh,
0: one should follow this system.
1: And one should follow this system. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Lila chapter 24, text
0: 331.
1: You should discuss the qualifications necessary for receiving a mantra. The perfection of the mantra, the purification of the mantra, initiation, morning duties, remembrance of the Supreme Lord, cleanliness, and washing the mouth and other parts of the body. Purport. The following injunctions is given in the Hari Bhakti Vilas, 1.194 Regarding Mantra Adhikari, the qualification for receiving Mantra Initiation. Tantrikeshu Cha Mantreshu. Trikeshu Cha
2: mantreshu. mantreshu. Dikshayam Yoshi Tamapi. Satvinam Adhika Rosti. Sudratinam Chasaktiyam.
1: Sujas so, and women who are cast and Chaste. S- chaste, and sincerely interested in understanding the absolute truth are qualified to be initiated with the Pancharatvika mantras. This is confirmed by Lord Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita 9.32. 9.32, O Samarita, those who take shelter of me, though they be of lower birth, women, vaishyas, merchants, and Sudras, workers, can attain the supreme destination, if one actually wants to serve Krishna it doesn't matter whether one is a sujya, vaisha, or even a woman. If one is sincerely eager to chant the Hare Krishna mantra or Diksha mantra, one is qualified to be initiated according to the Pancharatrika process. However, according to Vedic principles, only a brahmana who is fully engaged in his occupational duties can be initiated. Sudras and women are not admitted to a vaidika initiation. Unless one is fit according to the estimation of the spiritual master, one cannot accept a mantra from the Pancharatrika vidi or the Vaidika vidi. When one is fit to accept the mantra, one is initiated by the Pancharatrika vidi or the Vaidika vidi. In any case, the result is the same. Regarding mantra siddhya the efficiency of the mantra, Chila Bhakti Siddhānta Saraswati Thakur gives 16 divisions which are confirmed in the Hari Bhakti Vilas beginning with 1.204 Siddha sadhya sudhidhārī Ge geyo vichakshanay There are 1. Siddha, 2. Sādhya, 3. Susiddha and 4. Ari. These four principles can be divided further. 1. Siddha Siddha. 2. Siddha Sadhya. 3. Siddha Susiddha. 4. Siddha Ari. 5. Sadhya Siddha. 6. Sadhya Sadhya. 7. Sadhya Susiddha. 8. Sadhya Ari. 9. Susiddha Siddha. 10. Susiddha Sadhya. 11. Susiddha Susiddha. 12. Susiddha Ari. 13. Ari Siddha. 14 Ari Sadhya, 15 Ari Susiddha, and 16 Ari Ari. Those who are initiated with the 18 syllable mantra do not need to consider the above mentioned 16 divisions. As enjoined in the Hari Bhakti Vilas one point two fifteen to 19 to 20, there is Sodana or purification of the mantra but there is no such consideration for the krishna mantra balikrat krishna mantranam samskaraapekshanam nahi the krishna mantra is so strong that there is no question of sodana hari bhakti vilas 1.235 as far as diksha is concerned one should consult madhya lila 15.108 On the whole, when a person is initiated according to the Pantraratrika vidi, he has already attained the position of a brahmana. This is enjoined in the Hari Bhakti Vilas 2.12. As bell metal can be turned into gold when treated with mercury, a disciple initiated by a bona fide guru immediately attains the position of a brahmana. As far as the time of diksha initiation is concerned, everything depends on the position of the guru. As soon as a bona fide guru is re- received by chance or by a program, one should immediately take the opportunity to receive initiation. In the book called Tatvas Sagara, it is stated, if by chance one gets a sad guru, it doesn't matter whether one is in the temple or the forest. If the sadguru, the bona fide spiritual master, agrees, one can be initiated immediately without waiting for a suitable time or place. Concerning Pratha Smriti, remembrance of the Lord in the morning, in the early morning hours known as Brahma-mohorta, one should get up and immediately chant the Hare Krishna mantra, or at least Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. In this way, one should remember Krishna, Some slokas or prayers should also be chanted. By chanting, one immediately becomes auspicious and transcendental to the infection of material qualities. Actually, one has to chant and remember Lord Krishna 24 hours daily or as much as possible. Krishna is the origin of Lord Vishnu. He should always be remembered and never forgotten at any time. All the rules and prohibitions Mentioned in the should be the servants of these two principles. This is a quotation from the Padma Purana from the portion called Brihat Sahasranama Stotra. The word Prata Kritya in the present verse of the Chaitanya Charitamrita means that one should evacuate regularly in the morning and then cleanse himself by taking a bath. One has to gargle Achman. And brush his teeth, danta davana. He should do this either with twigs or a toothbrush, whatever is available. This will purify the mouth. When one should, then one should take his bath. Actually, householders and vanaprastas should bathe two times a day. Prata madhyahnayo snanam vanaprasta grihastayo. A sannyasi should bathe three times daily. And a brahmachari may take only one bath a day. Whenever one is not able to bathe in water, he can bathe by chanting the Hare Krishna mantra. One also has to perform his sadhyadi van... Sadyadi. Sadyadi Vandana, that is, one has to chant his Gayatri mantra three times daily, morning, noon, and evening.
0: Uh, so, all the the different activities of a disciple.
1: Here, Śrīla Prabhupāda is discussing the different activities of a disciple.
0: How they should perform their morning duties.
1: How they should perform their morning duties. How they clean their mouth. How they should clean their mouth. And take a bath. Take a bath. And then, time they the day, take a bath. How many times a day they should take their bath?
0: All these things are presented here.
1: All these things are presented here.
0: So, like this, someone can achieve higher destination if they take Shiva longhi, so
1: So, like this someone can achieve the highest destination if they take shelter of a bona fide spiritual master thus ends the part two of this chapter today and uh, we will continue
0: do you like our ad free videos be sure to subscribe to our channel we publish new videos every day and don't forget to like and share our channel